0: and welcome to a new episode of the simpsons did it i'm your host steven sklansky
1: and i'm your co-host moe sklansky i mean robert Skolansky. oh yes let's all go Mo. to moe's you want to yes. go to moe's so, i do want to go yo know, i do want to go to moe's just once just check it out but i have a question for you and all of our listeners out there have you invented a drink or had a drink invented in your name?
0: Not in my name, but we definitely invented a drink. And we can why don't we why don't we get into that when we get into Homer creating the drink? Okay. We'll get into the I've episode act- a bit and and uh I've and actually
1: had friends I've had friends make a shot in my name. Ooh. Yes, it it was it was alright. So, this week we are going to Flaming we or drinking a Flaming Moe. Are we going or are we drinking? Or are we doing both? Ah, we'll go. We'll go and drink a Flaming okay. Moe. So, and the premise of this episode is loosely based off the film Cocktail, which I've never seen.
0: Well, I've seen it, and we actually had a cocktail reference back in the party episode where Ned Flanders mixed a drink, and that was a uh, oh, yeah. reference from the movie Cocktail.
1: Yep. So, But this is based off the movie. Yes. The air date is November 21st, 1991, so we're getting inching closer and closer to the new year. And and not only that, but for those of you
0: keeping track, this is episode 45, so we are only five episodes away from hitting the big five zero.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll do a celebration. Yeah, we'll do a celebration. And
0: not only that, but two weeks after that, we'll be hitting the one-year anniversary of The Simpsons Did It. We will. So,
1: awesome. Uh, (laughs) Recap. Mo takes Homer's cocktail recipe without crediting Homer and his bar flourishes. I mean, his bar did need a pick-me-up. It did need a pick-me-up. It really did, because not even the regulars were going anymore.
0: Yeah, it was pretty much just Homer sitting at a bar. Well, I mean, to be fair, Mo didn't pay his uh, beer guy and... Which we'll get to. Yeah, and so I mean, if your we'll bar doesn't—if your
1: bar doesn't have beer, who's going to show up? Correct. Uh, our couch gag this week: two thieves are robbing the Simpsons. The Simpsons come in and sit on the couch, and the robbers dump them off the couch and then steal the couch. Well, yeah. So I mean, who
0: doesn't want that Simpsons couch? I mean, think of it like this: that's true, the Simpsons have been on TV now for you know two plus years, so these guys yeah. are like, man, these Simpsons—they got some money. And then they robbed the place and they realized, wow, the Simpsons really don't have money. But this couch, this couch is famous. Yes. We got to take this couch. And we're going to step back a little bit because someone doesn't know how to read. We're going to tell you what the chalkboard gag is.
1: Oh, yeah. The chalkboard gag this week. Uh, Underwear should be worn on the inside. Unless you're underdog. Or Superman. (laughs) Or (laughs) Superman.
0: So, so Vart obviously saw Superman this week. And was like, I'm going to wear my red undies on the outside and be Superman. And obviously, you know, hopefully it was wearing underwear on the inside, too. Because I don't yeah. know for all the guys out there. The women, I feel like the women always wear, you know, can go uh, commando. But the guys, I feel like wearing underwear is is a lot comfier than, I mean, than not. Yeah. But I feel like Bart wore them on the inside, but also wore a pair on the outside. And, you know... he obviously that that's a detentionable offense yes you don't wear you don't wear uh, your underwear on the outside of your body nope all right guys so this episode opens i think probably one of the best opens so far of the simpsons um and we open with kent brockaming welcome welcoming us to ion springfield and so the opening credits of the show take place around springfield i mean you get a lot of different You know, the school, I think, landmarks, Um, the donut guy, Lard Lad, I think was in there. And then you get just a bunch of shots of women (laughs) in bikinis. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's Kent Brockman's segment. It's got to be kept sexy. And obviously, we see Kent Brockman huddled around two hot chicks. We see Kent Brockman getting a tattoo. Uh, I mean, it's just really kind of funny how out there Kent Brockman seems to be as a news reporter in this particular segment yeah and after the in intro credits homer's just sitting on the couch wow infotainment, infotainment. <laughs> <laughs> that was that see that that okay i'm gonna say that was like one of the best openings so far on the oh, season. Yeah. just for sure just and and i don't know if i've ever used i i remember homer saying it the infotainment line, I never but used I don't think I've ever used it. I kind of want to yeah. now, if I'm ever watching like a program, you know, and you're either... entertained
1: and, it, and you're getting informed. Exactly. Well, um, I don't think, I don't think Homer was really being informed by Kent Rockman in that opening segment.
0: No, not in the opening segment, but he knew he was going to be informed. I think maybe. And so Kent uh, starts talking about the 25th anniversary of the tire fire. So this is our very first appearance. Yep of the, oh, tire the Springfield tire fire.
1: Now, I have a question. So, in that shot, they show Kent Brockman uh, of the, you know, talking about it for the first time 25 years earlier. So, how old is Kent Brockman? I mean, he does
0: have gray hair. He does seem kind of age. I mean, most I'd say newscasters, you would know more than me, but I feel like most news reporters start getting into the game around 25 to 30, right? Uh 23 Exactly. So even if, okay, let's so say he starts at 23, like 48. And, and we all know there's news anchors well over the
1: 48 range. Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, this is, it's definitely believable. And eventually, way down the line, we uh, will eventually find out how that tire fire originally started. We will. And so, one of the other segments
0: is they get to meet <laughs> the town's oldest man yeah. and the town's fattest man. And Homer's sitting on the couch. It's like, he's not that fat. And what <laughs> what did Homer think he was? I don't think Homer could have thought he was the fattest guy in town. No. Maybe he's seen fatter. Yeah, maybe. And so then But this is the guy.
1: fattest but this is the fattest man in Springfield. Yes. Yeah, in town. So, yep. so maybe Homer has seen fatter people outside of Springfield. Maybe but not in
0: Springfield. I don't know. But then uh, Kent gets to talk to Dredrick Tatum about growing up at Springfield. Now, I, now first, I want to say, like, I get it's like eye on Springfield, but if yeah. Dredrick Tatum is no longer in Springfield, I don't necessarily know. I get it's about him growing up in Springfield, but I don't necessarily know if that would be an eye on Springfield.
1: Well, maybe he still has a place in Springfield.
0: Except he says, if you ever catch me, catch me back oh, in Springfield, true. he'll be, <laughs> he really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he said effed up. He oh, did he? Swear. Yeah, I thought he, I thought swear. he, I thought he swore and they beeped it. Oh, they might've bleeped it. Exactly. Yeah. So technically he swore.
1: Yeah. I think, that and to... I do like how I, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that town's a dump. <laughs> so why would you talk to a guy belittling your city? Yet he, even though yet, he grew up there.
0: And not only did he grow up there, but yet. He actually does come back to Springfield to fight Homer. Yep. And so when we get to that episode, that's when he's effed up. Yes. And so we get uh, some Ken Brockman talking to some chicks in bikinis again. And Bart walks into the room and sees the girls in bikinis. He's like, TNA. And I, God, Bart knows some of the craziest slang. Like, it's, like, I get it. But it's just so funny. And I like how this bikini segment was part seven of this segment. So, so Ken Brockman has done it before. Yes. And yeah. so, and so Homer's like, what are you still doing up? And she's like, well, the, the girls are having a slumber party. And They're just, you know, I mean, this is, and yep. And he can't sleep. But I, f- I think this is obviously the first instance of, you know, Le- uh, Lisa actually having a sleepover, you know, or, or friends, friends in general. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we both had, I mean, granted we're both guys, so we have guy friends over and normally like when we had friends stay the night, I mean, I never really had any trouble sleeping when I had friends over now granted you're older than me. So when I had my friends over, you were probably in high school or already in college. And so, you know, I mean, we would just play video games. Well, yeah. We really didn't
0: watch movies like, well, no, I mean, I guess Simpsons would be, well, technically they have a basement, but they're kind of two floor and Bart would have been next door. But I feel like during my sleepovers anyway, we always slept in the, in, in our downstairs. So you were, you were two floors up. So you wouldn't be able to hear anyways. So in the Simpson home anyway, I could see how Bart wouldn't be able to sleep. And so we, now we also get our first shot of in between (laughs) the floors, which is awesome. And, and this was brought up when we talked with uh, Christine, uh from Friends Friends Do Fandoms on uh uh what was it? It was Lisa Substitute episode and we were yep. kind of talking about going between floors and yep. um this is the first uh instance where we actually get to see something between the floors and in between the yep. Simpsons floors we see asbestos, a dead rat, and a pipe that says lead on it. So that's a lead pipe. Yes, that way it will be alluded to. There's a lead pipe in The Simpsons. Thank you for explaining that to our listeners because I feel like a pipe that says lead on it would not, unless it's lead running through the pipe. Like the pipe is PVC, but there's lead running through it. I don't know if a
1: pipe, I don't think a PVC pipe can actually carry hot
0: lead. Probably not. And so we get into Lisa's room and we see uh, Lisa, Janie, and, we know Wanda. Janie Wanda I guess I don't know if we've and there's ever a couple a other Wanda girls again. in
1: there and I don't think we ever see them again
0: yeah we'll have to keep an eye on that on the schoolyard to see if we yeah. see if we see him again but the girls are playing truth or dare <laughs> and one of the girls uh, who has braces so unknown name I'm guessing yeah. um, dares uh, her to kiss Bart. And nope. so Bart's in the kitchen, uh, drinking out of the fridge. He closes the door. I mean, it's so dark and ominous. It's <laughs> just, like, shuts the door. There's a girl. She runs up and actually kisses Bart. And Bart's like, ew, which most 10-year-old boys,
1: you know, Probably. getting
0: kissed by a girl. And now I can't remember what was said. But I don't remember what, or, But it was repeated at the same time as the girl, and Bart gets jinxed. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. It was like... I'm going
1: to go tell mom and dad. Oh,
0: yes, right. I'm going to go tell mom and dad. And what are you going to do? Go tell mom
1: and dad. But I love the fact that like Bart walks to the fridge and there's nobody there. And he opens the fridge, grabs like a drink out and close the fridge. And then the girls are there like a horror movie. Well,
0: yeah, it's like the Batman effect. Yeah. I, love I mean it. He could, the girls could have been there and he could open the fridge and shut the fridge. And then Batman could have been gone. <laughs> Same thing. Just
1: but, there, but, the girl, but, but the girls aren't Batman. No, they're not. They're sneaky like Batman, that's yeah, for sure. So so Bart gets jinxed and he runs to Homer and and like he's like meow, 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 and like pointing at him uh, Homer's like, what's wrong? Something happened, boy? Like treating him like you know a dog where like the dog's trying to tell you Timmy fell down the well. Yeah. And so Bart eventually writes his writes down on a notepad that says, say my name. And Homer goes, Well, why would I do that? And Bart yells at him, going, Because I'm jinxed. And then Homer punches him. <laughs> and uh oh, I'm sorry, the line is because I'm jinxed, damn it. And then Homer punches him because that's the rule, that's the law of being jinxed. If you if you talk while you're jinxed, you uh you get punched. I mean, I I think
0: Homer's might that might be 70s rules. Nowadays I think it's like you owe someone a coke.
1: No, I think they, I think when the girls jinx them, they're like, you, oh no, they're like, you can't talk until somebody says your name. Yeah. yeah. The rules, the rules, but what happens if you don't get somebody a Coke while you're jinxed and you talk? I don't know. You get punched. I guess. That's the law. That's the law, according to Homer.
0: According to Homer, yes.
1: So then the girls find Bart um, and they want to give him a makeover. And so Bart makes a run for it to his room. And this scene is a reference to Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest, which another old reference, because Simpsons. Yep. And so Bart like locks himself in his room hiding from the girls. And the girls take the hinges off of Bart's door. And Bart just jumps out the window and just like he just he doesn't even jump, he falls. Falls. Okay, like, so
0: so for those of you out there, boys, that man. had younger sisters growing up. Is this something would you do? Would you risk your own neck to escape a makeover?
1: I mean, I don't know if I would. I mean, I, now, granted, when when we were young lads ourselves, I, I remember an instance where uh, Ben was over and you guys were playing laser tag and you guys put the, the pads on me to shoot at me for laser tag and I ran away on my bike.
0: I don't know if that's really the same thing. It's not the same thing. So for all you girls (laughs) out there that listen to our podcast, let us know if you're, I guess, older or younger sister and you had a brother and you thought it'd be funny to throw makeup on him. So message us on Instagram, Facebook, email us. Uh, the Simpsons did it pod at gmail.com. Let us know your stories and we, uh, could probably get you on the air here and we'll, we'll tell
1: everyone your stories. So, uh, you know, after Bart jumps out the window, Maggie is, you know, right behind the girls and the girls see her and and they're like, and Lisa's like, come here, Maggie. (laughs) Like, and she's a baby. I'm sure she's not going to try to run away. Yeah. And so the girls give Maggie a makeover instead and she goes downstairs and Homer's like flipping through the paper and like, it's the same effect where like Maggie shows up when he like, Like moves the paper and then like he doesn't notice her and then finally he notices her and he goes, you know what? That's it. I'm out and he leaves. Now here's my question: (laughs) Marge must have been home, right? Was she sleeping? Like
0: that? I know. Like okay. So first, yes, that I didn't. I didn't even think about that. So yes, was Marge home? One, two. What time was it? Like okay, well, so I, I, get... I, mean, I
1: so I, I assume well, now here's the question, here's the other question. is this summertime or is this during the school year? Three.
0: How... I didn't know Homer knew how to read the newspaper.
1: well, okay, that that's he might have been he might have been reading the comics,
0: okay, fair enough.
1: I guess so, he does like I'm... the
0: sports section too, so yeah,
1: so Lisa's eight. You gotta figure at a slumber party, usually, you know, parents allow the kids just stay up a little bit later. Yeah. So at eight years old our our, our curfew is what, like eight o'clock, eight thirty? Somewhere around there, like, yeah. Like, you know, during the school year. So figure it's probably ten o'clock at night. And I mean if it's a
0: standard bar, I mean I guess if you're thinking I guess I don't know what when the bar is close, but normally most bars two, two, three, so but you never So the
1: You never so know about those. Well, I mean, it's Mo. Yeah, you're right. So I have to imagine Marge is probably home. Otherwise, I don't know if Homer would have left. Although he could have. <laughs> he's like I he's don't... out of there. He's got to go to Mo's. <laughs> and so and like what happened? Like what happened to Bart? He must not have gotten hurt. After I mean, falling he out looked. A he looked pretty hurt. <laughs> well, we never see Bart after he falls out the window. No. Well, don't isn't there a shot of him on the ground? I didn't think so. I don't think there is because they, the girls look out the window and then they see Maggie. Maybe we never see Bart after he lands out the window. I mean, he fell
0: out of a tree at the pool party and broke his leg. I feel like Bart might not be okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, this is some irresponsible parenting right here. You got a kid jumping out a window. You got the girls staying up, giving a makeover. And the other thing I have to imagine Lisa and the girls got the makeup from Marge. Maybe. I mean, they're eight. I mean, do eight-year-old girls have their own makeup kits? I mean, I don't know. I would have
0: to imagine maybe. I don't know. So I guess I'm let, not a girl. And, let, I yeah, don't know. and,
1: like, let's imagine that the girls don't have their own makeup, so they have to go grab it from Marge. How is Marge not stuck? Stop- like, this is, this is terrible. This is terrible parenting, and Homer and Marge should be ashamed of themselves. Yep. Um. So we get to Mo's, and Mo is playing solitaire, and he's also uh, cheating
0: at solitaire. Was he? Yes. He like looks at the cards to see if they're the right ones that he needs. Oh.
1: So, um, and uh, Mo's hair has been gray for a while now. Um, because in earlier uh, episodes they were black, but yep, he's, straight he's black. It. Yep. He's and now he's, he's grayed gray. out. Yeah. And so Mo is like, oh man, nobody's coming to the bar anymore. And he's like, thank God for that cigarette machine uh, next, uh, for the junior high next door. And, uh, man, junior high, like, is now is he talking about the kids getting the cigarettes or the teachers or a combination of both? I'm um, I mean, assuming the teachers. I don't know. No, boy. no,
0: no. I knew a bunch of kids that smoked in junior high. But, like, they wouldn't go into Moe's to drink. No, they go into Moe's to get use the cigarette machine. That's what that's he's true, alluding to.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but he can't be making that much money off the cigarette machine.
0: I guess I don't, I guess we'd have to see what the average price of cigarettes were, plus the cost of inflation for them being in a bar. Because I feel like anything in a bar is going to be an inflated cost than going to a gas station or grocery store. Yes. So, Um, I mean... And plus they're teenagers, they might not even, well, okay, think of it like this. They, They can't go to a gas station or
1: correct yeah,
0: to buy cigarettes. So Mo says, Oh, I'll like the price. Cause you know,
1: yes. So, but, but the problem is most bars make their money off of tips with food and beer. Yeah. You're probably not making any money on the cigarettes. So, and as uh, we alluded earlier to in the uh, beginning of this episode, Mo fell behind on his beer payments and his distributor cut him off. And I feel like at that point, you're going to close your doors. Like well, if you're not getting alcohol. He does have, well,
0: he does have liquor.
1: He does have that's because nobody because because nobody drinks it.
0: (laughs) No, exactly. Nobody and liquor doesn't go bad. There's no
1: expiration date on it. So, yeah. And here is the reason why he probably couldn't pay his distributor. He spent (laughs) $10,000 on a machine called the Love Tester, which we actually see in a later episode as well. Well, this is the I mean, I
0: think we see it all the time. Now in the bar. I think it actually yes. becomes a staple of but This is
1: the first time we've seen we've it. We've seen it, yep. And the levels on the tester go from cold fish, lukewarm fish, hubba hubba, casanova, and hot tamale. And so we cut back to Homer and he's trying to suck whatever beer was left in the tap. And Mo goes, Well, Porny beat you to it. And he cut up his gums pretty badly, which hey, I can imagine it's a metal, metal you know, tap and yeah, you're really going at it. You could probably cut up your gums pretty bad.
0: I mean, it's Barney. He yeah. probably was have going you had, at now, it. now.
1: Have you ever tried that drink out of a tap?
0: Um, not at home, but I've drink drinking. I like, uh, I, if anyone, I don't think I've ever mentioned this, but I make beer at home early yeah. on. I actually had a keg and, and yeah. used a tap and yeah, it'd be fun to drink. But I'm talking about a
1: bar tap. No, like uh, but those,
0: you... those, I mean, Okay, so it seemed like they, I've seen beer flow, but I yes. think, I don't think you would necessarily have to, well, okay, if it's completely empty, yeah, sucking it dry, but I feel like it's can't be that bad to just pull the tap and and get beer on. I mean, it comes out slightly fast, but I don't think it comes out any faster than, you know, any, you know, anything else, like soda at a soda machine yeah. or anything. Now, the spray guns oh that they have like the yeah, soda that's... soda guns they have at bars yeah i don't think it'd be safe to drink no. out of those
1: no unfortunately i can't say i've ever drinking out of a tap yeah at least not that i can remember
0: and so obviously so most like was Mo's like not to worry i learned how to make other drinks at bartending school <laughs> <laughs> so, which is that's... probably a good thing and then yeah. he pulls out a cocktail chart and blows on it. like it was
1: just yeah. layers because he never used it because because all the guys drink beer. Exactly. Because nobody, nobody goes in there to drink his liquor.
0: Yep. And then the first uh, thing on there is the gin and tonic, and he's like, <laughs> "Gin and tonic? Those two things mix." mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So obviously, bar is is great. He's he yes he knows how to make cocktails. Uh, and so Homer is like, "Well, I I invented a drink," and so we kind of flash back to. uh him in the room with Patty and Selma and they're going like, just like they have done in episodes past, they go yeah. through a photo, uh, trip of this time in Czechoslovakia. And we see that, uh, Selma <laughs> cannot plug in her, her razor, razor and we get a shot of her hairy legs and like, every one of them is like, Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and so Homer's like, Oh, I got to get a drink. So she, get, uh, so he gets up and, uh, Selma's like, If you're going for the last beer, or if you're going for beer, I got the last one. And he's like, "Doh!" And so, he's like, I did what anyone else would have done. I got all the liquor, all the liquor bottles, and took every last bit of every liquor bottle and mixed them (laughs) together. And in my haste, I uh, accidentally mixed in children's cough syrup. And and so, Homer takes a drink. He's like, oh, it passed the first test. I didn't go blind. (laughs) That's
1: always a good point. Yeah. So... So now we're talking about Homer, you know, mixing his own drink. So my story of how my shot was made, uh, we were playing a drinking game as you know, one does in college and I made a friend of mine do a shot of Everclear. And if, for those of you who have never done a shot of Everclear, I highly suggest never doing one. Uh, for those of the, who who have done it and know what I'm talking about, you will never do another one unless you really like the taste of Everclear, but I can't imagine too many people do. So uh, two of my buddies decided to make a shot for me. And in the shot was cream to mint, the, the cherry stuff, grenadine, uh, vodka, and I can never remember the fourth ingredient. But there's four ingredients. And it didn't taste too bad because of the mint. The cream to mint just overpowered everything.
0: Good. Now no one can steal your drink. Correct.
1: It's just like the Flaming Moe. There's
0: an ingredient missing. And even you yes. don't know the missing ingredient.
1: <laughs> Exactly. I always. Anytime I want to make the shot, I have to text one of my friends who helped make the drink and be like, "Hey, what are the ingredients of in this shot?"
0: Right. You don't even know your own drink. So <laughs> my God. drink. Well, not really my drink. It was a a group of our friends. We were at uh, uh, our my neighbor's house, and yeah. we were having a party. And we were kind of thinking, okay, so we gotta we gotta come up with a drink for us, and we wanted to make it kind of crazy. And it's Wisconsin, yeah. so Correct. We did. So what we did. With oh a God. shot of Soko. Oh a shot of Kahlua. Okay. Half shot of Bailey's. Why? Uh why would you use t- what? Yep, oh, Kahlu no, no, no. And, yep. Kahlua and Bailey's are basically the same thing. No, they're not. One's a cream and one's a coffee. So <laughs> so they're completely different. So so let me get back to my story. So we okay. got a shot of Soko, yep. we got uh, a shot of uh a shot of Kahlua, yeah, uh, a half shot of Bailey's and chocolate milk when we called it and we called it the electric cow how does it taste awesome you have no idea how awesome it tastes like i this is now now as a sidebar this is the only drink i've ever thrown up on because (laughs) for those of you that don't know drinking an absorbent amount of milk regardless of alcohol oh yeah drinking drinking an absorbent amount of milk you'll throw up. So it
1: it, it is it, literally, it is literally impossible to drink a gallon of milk in an hour.
0: Yes. And so this was more in college when I, cause I was, I was yeah. basically making these drinks left and right for all of our <laughs> friends. And I yeah. just had a few too many and ended up throwing up and shot. Well, it wasn't it well, it wasn't because I mean, partly might've been because of the alcohol, but my guess was if I had to take a guess, it was probably the sheer amount <laughs> of actual
1: milk. Milk. I drank like how much milk did you guys put in there? I mean, just to fill was it I this mean, out of a, was this was, out of like a red solo cup situation? Kind of. I mean, I guess it was
0: just a cup that we had, lying. I mean, any, any glass out of the cabinet we had lying around, but I mean, I guess it just depends on what kind of glass we were doing it in. I usually did yeah. some of the bigger ones. I double up. So I do like two, oh. two shots. And I mean, there was a kind of a balance to it, but I think the thing that made the drink the best was because milk is so thick. Yeah. that it kinda dumbed down the alcohol just enough oh, yeah. that you didn't really taste it. But chocolate milk worked really well because with Kahlua and Bailey's in yep. it, it kinda had a good good feel to it. So back to Homer. We yep. uh he brings his drink <laughs> back into the room and uh Patty or Selma I can't remember was smoking a cigarette and yep. drops uh some ash into it and it yep. lights on fire because Oh, a lot of alcohol in a glass. Will.
1: Now here's the thing with any kind of alcohol, if you want to set it on fire, it has to be at least 151 or 150 proof or higher. Yes.
0: And so one other, one other thing I do want to mention, I didn't invent this drink. Um, I actually got it off a computerized bartender <laughs> thing from the early yeah. 2000s that I bought at Target, sure. but there was a recipe called, The flaming Dr. Pepper. Now obviously Uh, this was uh, created way before, so I'm sure that's where they got the name. And so what it is is you do a shot you get a shot of 151. Yep. You light the shot of 151 on fire. Yep. And drop it into a twelve ounce glass of beer. So basically you take a can of beer, put it in a glass, and drop that shot in the beer. I shit you not, it tastes just like a Dr. Pepper. Interesting, and now, I only ever had like one of these a night because it's yeah. one fifty one yeah, but <laughs> but I'll tell you it tastes just like Dr. Pepper, do it and make up your own name, like the flaming mo when when you tell people. I mean, you could tell it's the Flaming yeah. Dr. Pepper, but you could be the one that invented it. I'm sure not a lot of people know about this drink. So back to Homer, so, so he drinks it again and he tells but, basically tells Mo, this is the best drink I have ever had. In my,
1: in my life. And to go back a little bit. So Selma and Patty were in Czechoslovakia. Am I thinking wrong that the Dead Sea is by Israel?
0: It is. I mean, it's borders Israel.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so does the, De- does the Dead Sea also border former Czechoslovakia?
0: I don't know. Let me pull up a map here. So I, I know
1: you were, you were at the Dead Sea. I was,
0: I swam in the Dead Sea. So you didn't sink like Selma. I did not sink like I mean I don't know how I guess I'm <laughs> I'm not very good at uh at weight to salt ratio, and I guess I don't know how heavy you would have to be to sink. Now, according to Google Maps that I'm looking at, I got Israel and Jordan border the Dead Sea. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so I, I so unless they made a day trip go, out of it. <laughs> yeah, but where's where's former Czechoslovakia? Is it, or is it still Czechoslovakia? I
0: think it's still Czechoslovakia. I guess I don't know. I got Turkmenistan, Afghanistan, Pakistan, uh, cuz I I don't know how to pronounce Czech, it.
1: Uh, Czech Republic. Yeah, I I don't I don't know how they got from Czechoslovakia to uh
0: the Dead Sea. To the Dead Sea. Uh, camel A camel (laughs) They rode a camel I don't know But I think they did I think one of the photos Did have camels in it So That's a long trek To the Dead Sea From Czechoslovakia I bet it is Uh, Especially in Camelback So Yeah So Homer decides to You know Make Mo the drink And Mo's just pulling out Bottles of (laughs) of Alcohol out of his thing And He's like He takes a drink of it Or no He's he's like Oh Oh. I also need cough syrup And so he goes through His uh, Lost and found He's like Oh I probably got some it's like I got a Bowie knife, a glass eye, a troll doll, Krusty's
1: non-narcotic cough syrup. Yeah, are in the I, lost and found. I do, I do like the fact i I do like the fact that he took out the glass eye and it rolled off the bar. Yep. And so, so for those of you don't know, Krusty's non-narcotic cough
0: syrup is uh, spelt, narcotic is spelt N-A-R-K-O-T-I-K, yeah. and cough <laughs> is spelt K-O-U-G-H. And I'm assuming yes. they went this route because it's crusty. Crusty, yes. So you got to put a bunch of Ks in there. Yep. Oh, and believe me, we'll tell you about the Ks later. Yeah. Um, and so after uh, Homer Port makes it, Mo drinks, he's like, eh, it's not, uh, you know, the best. He's like, well, we'll light it on fire. And uh, he lights it on fire and Mo drinks. He's like, oh, it's like there's a party in my mouth that everyone's invited. Now... Eh. Now, this line, find... yeah, was was in an uh, old Butterfingers commercial, I'm assuming featuring The Simpsons.
1: No. No. I don't think so. It wasn't one of the Bart Simpson. It. The Bart Simpson Butterfinger commercials weren't out until the late 90s. Okay.
0: So, this was, this was, uh, uh, now, did they get it from... The Simpsons? Like, was this line created by The Simpsons?
1: No, this was in a Butterfingers commercial before The Simpsons. Oh, before The Simpsons. Yes. Okay, did you have a year on that? I don't have a year on it, because I couldn't... All I I could find was it was in an old Butterfingers commercial. I couldn't find the actual...
0: Did you find the commercial? No. You could probably look. (laughs) Because I was going to say, usually YouTube has the years and stuff that commercials are made imprinted in the videos.
1: I mean I could try. Alright. this line look that is up. also this line is also in uh Homer at the Bat, which is a fantastic episode and I can't wait to review it. Um so we uh we see a guy running uh running the love tester and he hates it because it doesn't work. Uh it probably it works. It's just uh him. Yeah. So I mean So he goes back and he's like, and he's like, Mo, I want my money back. And uh, he wants his nickel back. Yes. So, I mean, I cannot, I don't know if the Simpsons, I don't think the Simpsons created this line. But so anyways, back to the the episode. And so Mo is like, you know what? Here's a flaming, here's, here's a drink on the house. And he passes him a flaming Homer and uh, the guy's like, oh man, this is really good. And it loosened up my phlegm, you know, because there's cough syrup in it. And so he asked, you know, he asked Mo what it's called. And Homer goes, it's a flaming Mo. Flaming Mo. I invented it. Did it? My name is Mo. It's a flaming Mo. What? That's believable. What? Stop looking at me. It's a flaming Mo. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a flaming Mo. So, and this is how we get the flaming Mo, even though it's not really a flaming Mo. And so we cut to the next scene and, uh, you know, Mo's Moe's uh, bar is super packed and uh, it picks up in popularity because of the drink. And because of the popularity of his bar, he now has a salad bar in his bar. Why? Which I kind of crazy. Weird. Like, if you're going to have food, you would just have bar food, not a salad bar. It, it was really odd. But, but, but Barney there,
0: uh, wanted to see but, it work.
1: Yeah, well, there is a sneeze guard on it, and uh, Barney's like, Barney's like, what's this force field thing? And I was like, that's a sneeze guard. He's like, oh, and Barney sneezes <laughs> on it, and you see the phlegm. It's really gross. This is probably the only part of this episode that I'm not a fan of. I mean, I do like gross out humor, but this is a little over the line even for me. And so, but the sneeze guard works. It kept, you know, it kept the 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 phlegm from going onto the salad, and so. A uh, lady comes up to the bar and she goes to Mo and she's like, I can't, I couldn't help but noticing the uh, the sign above, uh, at your bar. And I love how Mo, Mo points to uh, the sign that says, bartenders do it till you barf. I mean, is that serving you till you barf? Maybe? I'm assuming <laughs> so. Uh, but the but the, the lady was actually looking at the waitress wanted sign. And so was like, well, to apply, uh, I'm going to need your name and your measurements and i think he asked for the her address too if i remember no
0: no just this the name just the her name and measurements, and measurements, measurements and he's like and i love it's like well do i you really expect me you- to give you my measurements he's like I, well he's, no but we could do it the fun way
1: well no because she's like i could just give you the measurements and mo creepily says well it's more fun if i do it myself and i'm like oh god damn it Yep, and this then so is, oh. so she's
0: like, "What do you offer in the way of salary? Minimum wage and tips? Of course, there are fringe, fringe benefits. benefits." And then she's God. like, <laughs> and then she's like such as an
1: unforgettable weekend at Club
0: Mo." This I li- really.
1: This is really like honestly looking back at this scene, <laughs> it is it would not fly in today's standards.
0: But we do know that Mar Mo is great. But then she's like, "I prefer to take my vacation someplace hot." <laughs> uh, and then she, then mo's like i like your moxie kid you're hired and then she's like, I would like you, you shan't regret this me thinks i do i like, shan't
1: and so and i like to point out so mo says it pays you know minimum wage plus tips which actually for a bar is pretty freaking good um because like even restaurants i think minimum wage is like 230 if you make tips nowadays so minimum wage back in 1991 was $4 and 25 cents. So I'm assuming even with that minute, like that's higher than what w- some waitresses and waiters make nowadays. Oh yeah. I'm sure. So like, so like that bartender in 91 as a waitress, she, she was making some decent change, especially at Mo's with flaming, you know, with the drinks and I'm sure they serve food now. And cause it's a popular bar. And so then we get, uh we see, Harv Bannister, vice president of Tipsy McStagger's Good Time Drinking and Eating Emporium. Say that five times fast. And I do like the fact, like, so this is the first instance of where Mo thinks that uh Tipsy McStagger is a real person, but yep. it's just their logo. And um, and the Harv just goes, "Oh yeah, Tipsy is just a combination of sis of." successful logos and i should have really looked at the logo oh i did like, i okay. did and they're
0: in there I, I i tried googling it and i mean and it was just a guy swinging from a lamppost in all yeah. reality i mean maybe i don't i really don't know unless like the yeah. guy the guy kind of had that what's the pep boys the pep boys look to it the car
1: okay company
0: but that was yeah. really all that i
1: could honestly get out of it i think yeah so Harv wants to buy the drink from Mo and Mo says no way do you know how much of my blood sweat and tears are in that drink I love all the fact that everybody in <laughs> the bar spits it out like how do you take him literally and cuz Well it is, it. it is mo it is mo and Mo's like guys I didn't mean that literally and um so you know Mo goes here here's a flaming mo on the house and the guy takes it and like it into a sack or something to steal it
0: yep exactly so one other thing so i actually uh went back and typed in uh it's a it's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited it's actually from pop rocks or i'm sorry rock pops was the the um are you sure it's not
1: pop rocks
0: no it's rock pops oh it's those it's like the crystal candy
1: yeah, it's like the the, po- oh, the crystal on the candy stick, on a stick a stick uh
0: well, so what year uh let's see what year were those invented oh guess God I feel like that's like really early like 40s 50s right like those, I feel like our parents had those as kids like rock candy I'm sure
1: but so, yeah so yeah, that's so, so,
0: so looking at so the slogan that's that's where so Simpsons didn't necessarily come up with it but then there was also it's like uh like you said the old Butterfingers commercial, Butterfingers commercial. although it's better known for appearing in The Simpsons twice. Yes, once as yes. Mo's reaction to the flaming Homer, and once as Ken, Ken Griffey Junior.'s reaction to Mister yeah. Burns's it tonic.
1: Was... Now, my now my now my question is because like a lot of people say. It. And, like... Their reference has
0: to be The Simpsons.
1: Like, I mean, yeah. if anyone is saying this, it has to be... Because, like, I've said it a few, you know, you know, um, uh, more than my fair share over the years, but I never recall getting it from The Simpsons. Oh, I do. I mean,
0: that this episode right here. This is, well, this, don't this,
1: forget, this episode came out in
0: 91. I was four years old. Yeah, so I'm probably more likely to have known it yeah. than you. Um, yes. And so... Barney's like, good for you, Mo, for not selling your drink. Only an idiot would give up a million-dollar idea. And then Homer says, no, because obviously he was the one that created it. Now, before yep. we go any further, remind me, did Marge already send Homer to the bar? Or Marge send Bart to the bar no, to get no. Homer? No. That's that a little bit not... later?
1: Yes, that's after the prank phone call. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are way ahead. Were he singing and dancing on the bar? yeah
0: you're way ahead seriously because yes. i thought mo's got famous okay we'll we'll continue on
1: we'll see if we catch up to it trust me it'll we will get there okay
0: so um during so next day we get to school and during martin's presentation at school is about archer martin developer okay. of the gas uh what is that the chromatograph chromata i don't know how do you pronounce uh, that
1: chromatography
0: chromatography the gas chromatography and then we also find out that's later used in the episode by uh, Harv uh, McBannister or Tipsy McStagger's company for, you know, finding yes. out.
1: the. Uh, it's used by uh, Professor Frank. It is. Yes.
0: And so <laughs> I like how Miss Kurt Poffle's like, man, I hate to, like, you really set the curve high on this one. I hate to, be, hate the next to, follow. to be the next one to follow you. And so Bart, Bart- Simpson. Yep, he's the one that's going to follow Martin. And he says uh, that Homer was the true inventor of the Flaming Moe. And he pulls out the the mixer and a couple <laughs> bottles of elixir. And she's like,
1: you brought Bart, liquor. liquor. Did you bring liquor into the classroom? He's like, but I brought enough for everyone. <laughs> and she's like, take this to the teacher's lounge. She'll get what's left at the end of the day. Yeah, but everyone. Because, you the... know, teachers are alcoholics.
0: Yep. And so everyone obviously calls Bart a liar. And, you know, yep. even Nelson's like. You did your dad didn't invent to it. Mo the bartender invented it. <laughs> I like how Nelson knows who Mo is. That's, yeah, that's pretty classic. Well, I feel like
1: everybody I feel like everybody know who who, who everybody in the in Springfield will know who Moe is because of the flaming Mo. Well now. Yeah. I'm just
0: saying in the past. I don't think anyone right. might know. I mean I guess it's a small I mean Springfield's town. a small town. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh Moe's obviously starting to get more fame and he, you know, is putting more money into the bar. And so he replaces the uh, tavern sign with the one that says "Flaming Moe. Flaming
1: Moe's, yep.
0: And now we also see that uh, Mo has a bouncer because you know Cause it's he's a, so popular. It's a swaggy bar, and uh, so we see the bouncer welcoming Krusty the Clown and uh, two hotties to the to the bar. And I like how he pays off the bar the the bouncer. Bounce. Like Krusty couldn't get in get
1: anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And then I love the fact that, like, there's, like, I don't know why there's paparazzi there. Like, was this, like, the <laughs> opening night of Flaming Moe's? Yeah, the grand, like, the re-grand the grand opening. opening. And so somebody, some photographer takes a picture of Krusty and Crunchy, Krusty, Krusty punches him. <laughs> like, you're going to get, like, I I don't know. Well, I, I feel like that would be on the news the next day. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't see, like, uh, Krusty... Well, okay. So to be fair, Krusty is a celebrity, and yeah. wasn't it like the '90s? Like a lot of celebrities were really upset at paparazzis and got into a lot of fights. Like was late that the '90s? Like a, yeah, late, was that late 90s, '90s, early or... two th-
1: Yeah, it was more late '90s, early two thousands. Even still through today. I mean, Keanu Reeves once uh, was it Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I think Keanu Reeves stole a camera from a paparazzi and ran away with it. Yeah. It so celebrities are celebrities are crazy. Yeah. So then we get like the whole town gathered in front of Flaming Mose, and Quimby is, uh, wants to rename, uh, it Flaming Mose Day, and one of his bodyguards is like, Sir, it's already Veterans Day. Well, so, a day can be two, two things.
0: things, and and as we all know, with nowadays, apparently, it's like national everything. Every day oh, is yeah. like a na- like it's National Pizza Day, National Burrito Day, National whatever. So days days now. Could definitely yeah. be so. I don't know if The Simpsons necessarily invented a day could be two things, but apparently uh, now it is. Days can be yeah, can be two so things. That,
1: so then we get a headline, and uh, the headline says "Wizard of Walnut Street" because you know, like Wall Street, but yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, actually, we get a bunch of like different headlines, and so we get "Timely Magazine." You know, like Time. It yeah. was, it, it, it's a reference to Time. Yeah, we get it. And uh, one more. One mo for the road instead of one more because it's mo. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna explain them because it's funnier that way. No, okay. it's not. And you uh, typed road, I did. Ta- no, I typed rayode, rayode one for the, one, uh, one ray-oad. mo for the rayode, one mo for the road. Uh, and then bar and stool magazine
0: through the roof because it's like a flame going through the roof when they light it. I thought I was explaining the jokes. Uh, I beat you to it. But it's you funny. Did. Okay, so it is kinda of funny that I, I love how I, I guess it would be more of a science experiment to see how much alcohol it would take to make a flame skyrocket. Cause really I've lit in a few shots before. Not like to yeah. be fair it's just a shot, not an entire drink. But I've lit in a shot before and it doesn't it just lights on fire. Like it's not yeah. it's like lighting well, a candle.
1: Well don't forget like any Any alcohol that's over a hundred and fifty proof is basically you're drinking gasoline, yeah, but you know gasoline also has that flammability, but basically you would need it to be in a small kind of container and then you would need to light it on fire because it it needs a little bit of oxygen to breathe, but it's like you know yeah. making a bomb so. Yep. Um, so then we cut back to uh, the Simpsons and they're eating dinner. And Lisa tells Marge that she wants a virgin Mo instead of milk with dinner. And my question is, how the hell do you make a virgin flaming Mo? Because you need alcohol to light it on fire.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I guess nothing kids drink are
1: flammable. Are you just going to give them cough syrup with a little bit of alcohol on it? Like, Maybe. <laughs> I. I... I, I i don't know how you make a virgin mo. so you know homer gets upset when lisa asks for it and, rightfully you so know, and because you know he's pissed because moe is getting rich off of his recipe and so bart walks into the room with a shirt that says i got toasted at flaming moe's i want that shirt
0: by the way i'm assuming that shirt has to exist
1: probably and so marge uh so Homer yells at Bart to take his shirt off, and he does, and Bart eats dinner shirtless, which well, I thought was hilarious.
0: I I could see. I mean, my kid sometimes eats dinner shirtless. Like, if he spills yeah, milk on his shirt, he'll take it off and just eat the rest of the dinner. But here's shirtless. the
1: difference between your kid and Bart. Your kid is going to be four in a three. few months, Or three. Bart is ten. Yes.
0: Eh, same difference. And so we get Bart, obviously. She's, you know we see Homer's upset. He, uh, you know, he talks to Marge and Marge is like, maybe uh, you're willing to share some of the wealth. Maybe Moe's willing to share some of the wealth with you. And, you know, <laughs> he's like, I'm too, too upset to eat dinner. I'm going to Mo's. Don't. Because, Don't. you know. That's his go-to. He goes to Mo's when he's upset. Yeah. And so <laughs> I do, I do think it's kind of funny that, you know, you would think, mo and homer are pretty you know good Close. friends and yeah. i i kind of would think that you know mo wouldn't be such of an ass but he is Yes. Yeah. and so homer as he goes to mo is trying to push his way through and you know the bouncer stops him and he's like you're not on the list but i didn't even tell you my yeah, name yeah. yet okay what's he, okay what's your name homer you're not on the list. On the list. <laughs> oh, my God. And so Homer runs off. And so we get uh, Mo coming up on the bar. He's like, I uh, uh, got some great friends in the audience to, uh, in the crowd today. Aerosmith. And he's like, come on up here, guys, and play like, nah. I mean, I guess, you know, why yeah. would Aerosmith want to play at a at a dive bar? But yeah. I was like, well, I got uh, free pickled eggs for, for everyone if you come up and play.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So here's the here's the funny part about that is the joke they wanted to offer him free beer, but Aerosmith was like, "eh," and so they came up with the free pickled eggs, and Aerosmith actually liked that joke. Yeah. Plus, you know, Mo has pickled eggs at the bar.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if they're necessarily the best ones, but yeah. you know.
1: And, and also, this is the first band to ever appear on The Simpsons. Yes. Aerosmith.
0: Oh. Yep. Yeah. And so I like how Steve gets up on stage. She's like, hello, St. Louis. Uh, uh, it's actually uh, Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I mean, Aerosmith, why would they play at uh, Springfield. Uh, Springfield? And so their first song they play is walk this way. And yep. as they play it, they're kind of shifting through the bar. And uh, we see uh, Otto and princess Jasmine dancing on Ned and Maud's table. So I'm, well, how Ned did and Maude Ned there? and Maud get into the past the bouncer, but Homer, being a regular of
1: Moe's, can't get past the bouncer? I maybe they were already in, like, because some places that do a cover charge, if you go in before they start the cover charge, you can get in. So if you go at like if you get in at oh, like maybe. five six o'clock and the bouncer doesn't show up till eight, then you're already in. Yeah. Cause we we then see Lenny and Carl sitting at the bar while Aerosmith is playing and they're drinking and Lenny lights his drink on fire and he can't blow it out yeah sets himself on fire and oh, yeah uh, and so I how do you how do you forget to like blow out your fire <laughs> on your, on your, you've probably been drinking this for at least a week. Probably, yeah, or maybe more.
0: I mean, it might take a little bit of popularity to get uh, get it up, but yeah, I do think it's when Lanny lights his head on fire and starts running around. <laughs> That's pretty great. And so then we see Homer sneaking in through Moe's bathroom window, yep. and he sees uh, Barney in there, and he's <laughs> yep. wearing, you know, a suit. Not like, he doesn't have the drunk look anymore. He has no. the more sophisticated Wall Street, maybe <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> look. Yep. And then he tries introducing him to his two new friends that he just met in the bathroom.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. So, you know, Homer leaves and then we cut back and the band is uh, on stage still singing and they vote, they invite Mo on stage and Mo gets to sing with Aerosmith. That was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Now I wonder uh, if
0: they did that in the studio. Like that'd be a really good question to ask one of the uh, the writers. Hank
1: Azaria flew out to do his lines with Aerosmith. Did he? Okay. Yes. So I'm that's, assuming that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, and so Homer goes up to the bar and, and, and Kerbopel's there and she tries to hit on Homer. Homer's like, you're my kid's teacher. Ah, single father. He's right. like, Get away from me.
0: <laughs> and I like how this is. So I think we'll probably won't mention it later, but the, the, so this, you see Edna wearing her like purple tube top and, and yeah. skirt thing. She's seen later in the episode, wearing the exact same outfit. Oh yeah. So she's now like, here's wearing my this other thing question. Like multiple days. How does she not know who Homer is at this point? Because no one knows who Homer is. Mr. Byrne doesn't know who Homer is. The only person I think that knows who Homer is is his family and Moe. And, <laughs> and Lenny uh, and Carl. I, I,
1: I would imagine i no one know who Homer is because of Bart.
0: Yes. Or a lot, I guess the only conferences we, I don't know, how, we'll have to put a pin in it, but we'll have to see how many conferences I guess Homer shows up to. I feel like Marge yeah. is the Parent teacher conference person. But and how
1: often? But how often Bart gets in trouble? I but have they always. To but it's
0: always in Principal Skinner's office. That's we never true. see Principal Skinner or uh, Miss Carbopple and Homer. But and this March. is
1: also a small town. I would have to assume Edna knows who Homer is. You would think, but she's probably also drunk. Probably. So then uh, Homer confronts Mo about uh, you know the flaming Homer. Yep. Okay. And, here we go. Uh, and colette is her name who's uh, yep. based off of diane from cheers uh overhears the conversation and i like how the fact that she because you know earlier she said shant and she calls mo maurice yeah i'm assuming that's mo's real name yeah but i like how homer's like how could you do to
0: this Mo? the bar was going under and it was the drink i invented that saved it if there yep. were any justice my face would be on a bunch of crappy merchandise, <laughs> and then they show the the little case with all of Moe's uh, crappy merchandise, crappy merch- and he's like, and she's like, "Oh, is this true, Maurice?" He's like, "Well, he may have come up with the recipe, but I came up with the idea of charging six ninety yeah, five for it. <laughs> Man, it. Actually, isn't a bad. That's price That's not for a it, bad right? price for yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, to be right, fair, this usually, is ninety. This well, is also ninety one, and and. I mean, if it's like a lot of states, so New York, yeah, ex- this drink would be expensive, but if you're looking yeah. at like Wisconsin or even Minnesota, oh, yeah. the price, the price actually relatively, and especially if it's not like full shots of liquor, if it's just a dab yeah. of like all these other, well, bars- it
1: also depends on where you, like, if you go to a, like a bar bar, yeah, six ninety five. if you go to like an established restaurant or maybe kind of a chain but not like or like a higher end scale restaurant that's just like maybe a single restaurant in your town yeah it'll probably cost you eight nine bucks for that drink yeah so then uh so then <laughs> we uh, get a prank <laughs> phone call best one mo, so far and he calls mo and he goes i'm looking for a Jess, first name hugh huge ass no, somebody like- check the men's room for a huge ass and then and a man approaches was, a bar. It's um, like, mm. I'm a huge ass. Telephone. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, who is this? I, I'm Bart Simpson. Well, what can I do for you, Bart? Well, to be fair, this is a prank phone call gone bad. And I just kind of want to bail. He's no, he's like, he Oh, uh,
0: look, I'll level with you, mister. <laughs> this is a crank call that sort of backfired. and I'd like to bail out right now. All right. Better luck next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a nice young man. <laughs> <laughs> better luck next time. I right, That's awesome so then uh you know homer is trying to yell over the crowd to mo and mo can't hear him and Homer's trying to tell him that he lost a customer and mo's like i'll see you tomorrow and mo uh, and homer leaves the bar and now this is by far my mo now now granted i didn't watch a whole lot of cheers growing up i've seen a few episodes here or there but it's such an iconic television show yep and i love the references and there's so many coming up So, first, we get a a song intro to Cheers. And I I actually wrote down the lyrics. So, the lyrics are when the weight of the world has got you down and you want to end your life, bills (laughs) to to pay, pay a dead dead job, job and problems problems with the wife. wife. But don't don't throw in the the towel because there's a a place. How about I sing it? (laughs) How about we don't sing it and I just read the lyrics? Because there's a place right down the block where you can drink your misery away at Flaming Moe's. Let's all go to Flaming Moe's as an undertone with liquor in a mug will warm you like a hug. Happiness is just a Flaming mose away. Happiness is just a Flaming mow away. And it is. Happiness is just a Flaming mow away. Or it's not. Cause you know, you're, even though Homer says alcohol is the problem, the cause of and solution to of all of life's problems, it is not. So, and and then like there's this whole like you know intro video thing. So some of the scenes we see are Barney passed out in front of Flaming Moe's in his in his suit. Uh Lou and Eddie having a flaming having a flaming Moe. Uh Colette uh slapping Mo <laughs> for whatever reason, probably being a creep. Uh Moe and Barney cheering on a bar fight between the bar flies. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um uh aerosmith using the love tester and uh according to the love tester steven tyler is a hot tamale absolutely I mean, if, if if that if that's you know your style uh edna hitting on sailors or like with sailors but she's drunk and this is where you said she was still in her same outfit yep i believe and then the last one is homer looking through a window into flaming Moe's, being sad
0: yep and then this is where at the end of the song this is where barney gets his norm tree and he walks yeah. and he's like Barney.
1: Barney! How's the world treating you, Mr. Mr. Gumbel?
0: Gumbel. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so and I love the fact, so on the Simpsons album, uh, yep. they in actually included that part yep. on the album, which I oh, thought was hilarious. hilarious. And so... Barney!
1: Yep.
0: You know, and so Harv uh, comes back to Mo's, and uh, he's, like, he's about to offer Moe $1 million for the flaming Moe, And then once again, Mo thinks uh, Tipsy (laughs) McStagger is real. Because he asked him, what does he ask him about? Like his mozzarella sticks (laughs) or or chicken wings
1: or something? Yeah. Oh, he's here. Or is this the scene where like Mo's like, oh my God, he's here? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so then we get a flash because he's like, oh, we found out everything except for whatever the secret ingredient is. And so we head over to Tipsy McStagger's research lab and Professor Frank is analyzing the flaming Mo. Uh, which is a homage to the Nutty Professor, yep. and according to his research, the secret <laughs> ingredient is love. And so I was well, like, "Who is messing around with a gas chromatograph?" Grapheter. Oh, graph- so
1: here, here's a fun fact. So, according to federal law, you cannot lay you ca- in your ingredients on anything you make. You cannot label it "made with love" as part of your ingredients. <laughs> it is a federal law. So you can still make stuff with love, but if you sell it and put it on your label, can you make it as like a, a? What about if it's not in the ingredient
0: list on the back of the bottle? If it's like your slogan if, on the front of the bottle,
1: if it's a slogan, I think that's different, but uh, ingredients have to be measurable and you can't measure love.
0: Oh, what are you so, talking about? My kid tells me he loves me this much with his arms stretched out wide.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty that's good a,
0: measurement. Um.
1: So yeah. Uh. If if uh Mo if Mo is selling it in a bottle with ingredients and he has love on it, or if Tipsy McStaggers wants to do that, uh, that is against federal law. Yep.
0: Yeah, and I love I love this part. So Mo is telling Harvey, you know, that the secret ingredient's gonna die with them, and the delivery man literally walks in with thirty cases of cough syrup. He's like, eh, I got hooked on the stuff while serving in Nam. <laughs> Good cover, though. Good cover. Yeah. This is a great cover. I mean, as we all know, I don't know when this... I, once again, lack of research, but I guess yeah. I don't know when it started. But I remember at some point, maybe it was late 90s, early 2000s, where it actually became like a news report thing where oh, kids yeah. were hooked at going to stores and getting hooked on cough syrup. And yep. no, nowadays, like, you have to have an ID to buy this stuff yep. at, at stores. So... I mean, yep. a little bit before it's time, but I could say, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Mo, maybe Moe uh, created uh, kids drinking cough syrup and getting addicted I, I to it. I highly doubt that. I <laughs> yeah. highly doubt that. Probably that's, not. That's, no. And so Homer, uh, so Homer actually is like, okay, I'm sick of Mo's, and he left and. He's like, he's gonna try out a new bar and he finds a bar in like the most run down part of Springfield again and he walks yeah. in, and he's like, guy pulls out a shotgun's What do you want? And he's like, uh, just just a beer and so he pours him a beer and he's like, Can I get a clean glass? <laughs> oh. And he's like, Oh, look at you, you hoity toity, blah 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 <laughs> And so and I, was, I can't remember it was like the prince of something. Yeah, I can't I remember, know. but that was just so funny. And so yeah. Homer and Marge go to Lionel Hutz to see if they have a case. And Lionel Hutz is actually doing his due diligence. And yeah. he says you can't copyright a drink, citing the Frank Wall- Wallbanger case of '78. And then this obviously refers to the Harvey uh, Wallbanger cocktail. Yep. And which, which
1: we've referred to in season one.
0: Yep. And so Lionel Hutz uh, realizes that his legal books aren't just uh, for looking good, he actually uh, looks something up. And now, yeah. now. This, I swear to God, this scene right here, I quote, more times than ever imaginable. And I think I actually mentioned this actual quote in a previous episode when Homer actually started having his sarcastic kind of tones to himself. And this this is it right here. So Marge is reading in bed and Homer, you know, paces back and forth and muttering himself. And Marge's like, Homer, maybe you could take some consolation in the fact that something you created is making so many people happy. Homer's like, Ooh, look at me. I'm making people happy. I'm the magical man from Happy Lap in Gumdrop House on Lollipop Lane. And he slams the door. And then he sticks his head back in the room. Oh, by the way, I was being sarcastic.
1: And I love Marge's response. Well, duh. And if you look, and if you watch that scene closely in the mirror, you can see Marge's eyes like half closed in that, you know, that that look that you'll give somebody, like, "Oh my God, will you just shut up?" Kind of look,
0: which is great too. That's a
1: great attention to detail. I love that. Look at me, and I like I use that sarcastic tone with friends. Oh my God, this is just the best. This just the best that's fantastic i love this scene it's fantastic so um after all that we cut to mo who uh, slept with colette and he said and she's like oh she's worried about him not cutting you know a check with homer and like not giving homer his due and mo mentions that because she's like i'm worried and mo goes oh don't worry baby my mom won't be home for another 20 minutes honestly this is probably one of the most shocking things i've ever found out in in the simpsons that most lives with his mom which is know skinner because we know skinner lives with his mom i knew that i thought i knew it like i heard that i'm like oh yeah skinner but like he looks like he lives in an apartment
0: yeah i don't know i know there's a few mo episodes like in the future i'm talking like past yeah. season 10 where i yeah. think mo does have his own place
1: yeah so like the fact that he's like, oh, yeah, or maybe his mom was just visiting, but it made it seem like he lived with his mom. Yeah. So that was that was really that was kind of a shocking moment for me. Yeah. Um. And so now we're back at The Simpsons and they're sitting down for breakfast in Homer. He's gone crazy. He, he's gone completely cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And he keeps repeating Moe's name. And then Marge, uh, Marge sees Bart. Marge asks Bart if he's going to mow the lawn. And Bart replies, if you give me Mo money, and Marge <laughs> goes, I Mo, I Mo. And then it just keeps going, like, oh, let's mo 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 mo. Mo 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 mo. mo, mo. mo, mo. mo. And like Lisa comes in, and just, all Homer hears is Mo. And he go and he gets up and he leaves and he's walking through town in his bathroom, mind you. And people come up to him, and they all look like Mo and they're saying hi to Homer. And, and then he even sees uh flowers that have Mo's face on it. He's just He's gone insane. Yeah. Homer has gone off. He needs to go to, he, he is he needs his stamp removed or he needs the stamp <laughs> put back on and his certificate revoked. He is insane.
0: Yep. So one thing you did miss, Maggie's utterance of Mo oh, may or yeah. may not be her first ever spoken word. We
1: did do, we don't technically I,
0: know. Depending I mean on whether no. ha, depending on whether hallucinations count. Hallucinations
1: she, do not count.
0: She, she spoke during a Homer freakout when everyone looked like uh, the way he was saying Mo. Maggie yep. also spoke during Bart's nightmare in uh, Bart uh, in yeah during Bart's nightmare in the episode the Halloween nightmare oh, episode yeah yes. and then she also spoke spoke in Bart versus Thanksgiving she told Bart it's your fault I can't talk but I don't, her, but I her don't lips did not it, move
1: I don't I don't count Maggie Maggie's first words for me is dad dad yeah I don't I don't count hallucinations that does not count. A dream does not. But count. do we and do we really hall- know? But do we here's the here's the thing though. Do we
0: really know that Mo from Maggie was a hallucination? Because kids yes. repeat not kids repeat Ma- what you say. No no kids repeat yeah. what you say. Like even at it's an early age of one. No, even at it's early an ages of one. Homer is muttering Mo to himself. He's literally out speaking Mo. So there's it's a hallucination. You don't know that.
1: You don't know that it's not. I'm then, going. Okay. Uh, no. So you don't know dad, that it's dad, not. Dad, dad, dad is her first word. That's final. No, it's not final.
0: <laughs> it is but final. I'm just saying that kids repeat what you say. So because the
1: problem, the problem with with what you're saying though is the fact that before she says mo, everybody else is saying mo. Yes. All he everyone is mo. So it, it, she might not have said anything, but he hallucinated her saying it but her lips moved unlike the
0: other time in Bart versus Thanksgiving where she said, it's all your fault and I can't talk, but her lips didn't move. In this that one, was her a lips, dream though. Yes. But in this, her lips actually moved.
1: I, I don't, I don't consider her first word. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, so anyways, so we cut back to flaming Moes, and now Edna is hitting on the drummer from Aerosmith. <laughs> and she's wearing she's the, same, the outfit same outfit again. Oh my God. I get, I get that she's a, a single lady, but yeah, you know, keep down a little bit. Uh, so, uh, Harv comes in and Mo is about to sell the recipe, and Homer appears in the rafters with uh half his bat or his bathroom covering half his face, a la the Phantom of the Opera, which is a fantastic musical, by the way. Um, and he starts saying stuff. To the crowd that's in there, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's
0: like, fools, you poor, pathetic, misguided creatures, <laughs> choking down your flaming moes all the time, wondering how does he do it. Well, I'm going to tell you, the secret ingredient is Mo yells no, and
1: then cough we get syrup, cough syrup,
0: nothing but plain, ordinary, over the counter children's cough syrup. And And obviously obviously he's like,
1: thank you, Mr. Nutball. And he tears up the contract and then Homer falls from the rafters (laughs) onto Aerosmith, which (laughs) I thought was hilarious. (laughs) At least they cushioned his fall, right? Yep. And so, you know, um, we get a one week later thing and now we see, you know, every single storefront has a flaming Mo kind of name. Yep. I got them for you if you want. Oh sure.
0: Okay, so the knockoffs of Flaming Moe's that spring up overnight include the Flaming Moo, like M E A U X, like a French yep. Moe. Yep. Flaming Moe's pushcart. Okay. And famous Moe's.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. So and this is uh, this parodies uh, raised pizza in New York City, where dozens of individual establishments have similar names. Yep.
0: And so reluctantly Homer goes back to Moe's and obviously it's torn to crap. Like the yeah. bar stools are flipped over. Like it looks like a dump again. And what? the waitress uh, <laughs> uh, left to pursue her movie career. It's like, what happened to your waitress? Yeah. She left him. Mo- and he's like, to be I fair. thought to be fair, that was a dumb idea.
1: She would have been better off here. She would Old have been mo better dumb. off. Here. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Moe would think that. Yep. Well, and, and, he, and Homer was reluctant to go inside and Moe still invites him in.
0: Yeah. And so, Mo and Homer, you know, make up, and then he asks, you know, like, Homer asks, do you think Aerosmith is going to play at the bar tonight? And Mo's like, "Eh, I doubt
1: it. So, was Mo really friends with them? Probably not. Maybe. Probably one of those celebrity things that, you know, once it's over, it's over.
0: Yep. And so, then we start rolling credits, and Aerosmith's song, Young Lust, um, from the album Pump, plays over the uh, ending credits. And so we learned that Al Jean, the show, well, I guess he would have been director at the time, not showrunner. Yeah. Um, but at the time had the band record a special shortened version of the song just for the credits, because obviously credits. Well, I think
1: Aerosmith like. did it for them. I don't think they asked Aerosmith to do it.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, probably works. So. But yeah. And then, as always, <laughs> we'll give you our final thoughts. But, you know, do we do we really need final thoughts? I mean, five
1: I'm Milhouse. just, I'm, I'm going to go with a five. Milhouse. Everything's
0: coming up. Milhouse. I mean, it is a fantastic this? episode. I okay. Love
1: this episode. I mean,
0: to be, to be fair, I, this is an episode that stands out. I'm sure on everyone's top 10. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't think I can talk to a single person on the planet, maybe pre 19, maybe 99, maybe 2000. Yeah. That doesn't put this episode on their yeah. top ten. I, I I honestly can't can't think of it. And I think me and you, I don't think we've done it so far, but grab a pen, grab a paper, write this down, and we'll see if we could come up with by let's say by let's say by the season ten. I mean it's obviously yeah, a far seasons. far 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 away. But let's say by season ten, let's write down what we think to be our top ten. Yeah. And we'll start today. I'm gonna write down Flaming Moes on a piece of paper, tack it up on my podcast table. And as we, you know, come back, if you think, oh, this episode's got to be on my top ten, you can add it. If I think, oh, this episode's got to be on my top ten, I'll add it. And we'll see how likely our top tens kind of oh, yeah. kind of correlate. And then maybe after we get ten episodes written down, then we rank them ourselves independently and see where yeah. we rank our top ten episodes.
1: I like that idea, and you yeah. guys can uh, play along, and you can give us your top ten, and uh, maybe we'll we'll read a couple. Uh, on our podcast and absolutely but this 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 episode just mm, ah, I, kiss. I almost wish oh, i almost God, wish so yeah i almost
0: wish without knowing the ingredients if i could literally grab just dabs of a bunch of different alcohol is light it on and add cough syrup and light it on fire and see what i get just just for sheer you know well, fun somebody
1: Somebody actually paused the scene where he's mixing, and we're able. But there's to no labels. You.
0: No, 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 there's no labels on that's, any of the that's bottles. True. I
1: mean, you could probably figure out. Here's the thing with the flaming mo. I think you. It really boils down to just adding alcohol together, putting a little 151 on top, and lighting it on fire.
0: Yeah. No, I think that makes and and the the whole like I mentioned earlier with the the flaming Doctor Pepper. I yeah. mean maybe one of the alcohols in it was 151. I don't know what makes it taste <laughs> like Dr. Pepper or make it taste so good. Yeah. Or if it was the sheer fact of adding fire to maybe it was I don't I never tried it fire, without it. Fire does make things better. Like seriously, I think lighting the shot oh, on the fire course. might have made the whole drink that much better, which is why the Flaming Moe is awesome. And for those of you we'll we'll end it with this. For those of you that don't know, if you guys go out to Universal Studios Hollywood, yep. um there's a Simpsons theme park, which I have been to. Uh, I was
1: supposed to be yeah. there, but COVID.
0: Uh, yep. And so they do have a, and it's sold nationwide in like a lot of candy stores and stuff, but you could pick up a Flaming Mo energy drink. It's actually pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's basically like Red Bull or whatever, but I grab think yourself a can. Also, and,
1: I think also Universal has a Flaming Mo shot.
0: Do they now? Okay. So it wasn't there I when so. I was there, but... Okay. Yeah, go check it out. Go check out the whole Simpsons land in, in Universal Studios. It's fantastic. So, you know,
1: once they reopen. Because yes, Kobe. when
0: they reopen. <laughs> so let's close it off with a character profile of our favorite sleazebag bartender, Moe Sizlek. Yep. And so his op- uh, occupation is a surly, two-faced <laughs> owner of Moe's Tavern, And he uh, specializes in serving duff beer. And as we'll learn uh, next episode, there's a specialty duff. Being introduced, there is. so a little uh, little uh, hint at next episode for you. Um, cocktail mixing skills virtually non-existent, <laughs> even though he learned it in bartending school. Yeah, he trusts no one. Uh, serves drinks on the house never, except <laughs> except apparently to repay the nickel to the dude that yeah. uh, didn't like the love tester. Yeah, although to be fair. It wasn't a drink being served at Mo's yet, so I don't know if we Correct. could technically call it on the house.
1: Well, he said it was on the house. I guess so. Yeah, you could
0: still charge
1: for it, but he, but Mo probably is like, well, I don't know what to charge for it here. Just have it on the house.
0: Yeah. So the bane of his existence, <laughs> Bart Simpson and his regular prank calls asking for such fictionist bar patrons as fictitious. Uh, oh, and I say fiction. Well, they're fiction. Yeah, fictitious. they're still fictitious. Fictionist is not a word. Sure, uh, fictitious bar patrons as Jacques Strap, I P freely, B O problem, and Amanda Hug and Kiss and Mike Crotch and, and Hugh Ass.
1: Yep. And, and I'm a stupid face.
0: And I'm a stupid face and with an ugly <laughs> a moron with an ugly face and a big butt. And but... I like to kiss my own butt. Yes, Lot, lots of patrons. Yes. Um, his heritage. He claims his forefathers were bartenders to the czar, which we learned that during this episode. We didn't mention it, but we learned this episode Uh, when he was telling us the uh, origins of said Flaming mo. Yeah. So once again, fantastic, amazing, awesome episode that is forever going to be in everyone's hearts. So, yeah. um, so you guys can find us. Uh, let's give us our social media. Yeah. So uh, you can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod, on Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC, on Facebook, The Simpsons Did It Podcast. Uh, you can uh, go onto YouTube, search Simpsons Did It Podcast, and find our YouTube "quote unquote" video podcast on there, and. Uh, take a listen. If you're a YouTube fan, you can email us at uh, the Simpsons did pod at gmail.com. If you have any fun stories, want to tell us uh, anything about the Simpsons, ask us questions that we can answer on air. Uh, feel free to do that. Um, you can support us by going to buymeacoffee.com backslash the Simpsons did it and uh, donate and uh, get some free swag from us for donating. Uh, if you don't yep. feel like donating, not a problem um just listen enjoy uh review us if you have a chance reach out to us let us know some fun facts or simpsons life of your own because we like to hear what all simpsons fans have to say yeah so until next time i'm your host steven Skolansky. i'm your co-host robert Skolansky. and this has been the simpsons did it